And welcome to Me Head Chatter episode 35. 29.6. Man, that's a lot of math now. <laughs> 28.7, whatever. That was a quick intro. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, like the, the intro music was shorter, too. Oh, yeah. I just turned it down quicker. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't Did know. you want to rock out some more? No, no, no. It's okay. Nah, we I, can. We can. I think we left it playing one time for like two minutes or something. Yeah. It always plays for like two minutes. I, yeah. But I just, I just turned it down. Good Lord. Professionals. God, we are so professional. We have, <laughs> we, you know what? That was literally the, like the most professional it started. And then you're like, Ooh, I'm going to play with yeah, the little thing. Yeah, I had to, I had to play it. with the little thing. Had to ruin it. Oh my gosh. That's what she said. So what's up? You uh, got anything? You got a pretty cool weekend. Did I? Yeah. What happened yesterday? What did you do yesterday? Uh, so I judged a meet here in uh, West Lafayette. How'd so. that go? Did you have any? You had a couple clients competing too, no. didn't you? So oh, I thought I you had, did. I had two people that were going to lift in it, uh, both of my female athletes. They ended up maxing out Friday or Saturday instead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because they, <laughs> so one of the guys that's in charge of it mm-hmm. pissed one of my clients off and she oh. was she was like, I'm not lifting at his fucking meat. That guy can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> she didn't say that second part, but, but that she, was the sentiment. Right. And then, like, uh, one of the other people I, I coached that was going to compete there is, like, besties with her. And oh, she, yeah, and so she was like, she was like, yeah, let's just fucking max out together. It's fine. That's um, awesome. They do well, then? Yeah. Um. So, let's see. Gabby just did. Sorry, I'm chewing a Twizzler. Gabby just, uh, she didn't do her squat because she didn't feel like it. Oh, Okay. It's been a little weird. Okay, um, I know who you're talking about. I know who maxed out. Yeah, they did well. Yeah. yeah so how, how did Gabby do? She with her deadlift. She deadlifted PR. She got 341. She would have pulled probably 360. Yeah. Well, because eh, they use pa- they use bumper plates and yeah, but they don't straps. they don't use a deadlift bar though. Oh, they're using a power bar. Yeah, they don't. They just have like the Ohio like all arounders. Oh. Like just an Ohio bar, so would have been pretty close, pretty much yeah, the same. Yeah, that'd thing. probably been about the same. Um, <clears throat> she I didn't benched, know that. She benched one fifty five, uh, which she's hit before. Uh, she got a little cockeyed and weird on it, uh, and then she jumped to one sixty five and barely missed it. But one sixty was definitely there. Her best in comp and kind of where she was at, at the beginning of this cycle is one forty five. So okay. still, still pretty still good. Pretty like good. she hit, she's hit one fifty five in training, but right. Um, but did but she yeah, squat so she before she did that last time? Uh, or you said Gabby didn't squat on Friday, did you? Yeah, she didn't squat on Friday. Okay. Um, but her, her squat's just been a little janky the last couple weeks. So she oh, was really? like, you know what? I don't care. I just want to pull Well, she's got PR. two robotic hips. Yep. Or two so, robotic knees, one of the two. She hips, had both. Yeah. Is it hips? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's, she squatted 260 a couple times in training this, this prep, and that was kind of her all-time. Oh, that's good um, shit. And she wasn't quite hitting that at the beginning of the cycle. So, she yeah, she's getting stronger overall. And then Anju, who is uh, not built to be an amazing power lifter by any means, just keeps wrecking shit. I just um, – her sumo could, like – She's got a. It's not polished. <laughs> her, her, her sumo could has some work, but it was. Yep. I mean, the weight moved, but she pulls a lot better sumo than she does conventional. Well, because her, her legs are so long. She's got long legs. Yeah, yeah and, she, and a short torso, so she's well, actually and, built pretty well for well, it. Well, and did she pull that on a sumo or a, a power bar or a uh, deadlift, deadlift bar? bar? 
Yeah. 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 Oh, and so what, being on a like, if she pulls on a kabuki bar, she can really. Yeah. If we can get her to crank in on her setup a little more. Yeah. That um, she can widen that stance. Yeah. She can get those hit like if because I don't know like how hip how wide her hips so are her, to allow for that. Her best pull previously was two seventy five, and she hit three oh two. Okay. So she had a good <clears throat> big solid PR. Uh, her best squat previously was 225, and she hit 245. Go her. Uh, and then bench. She's got long-ass arms, too. Oh, so her, yeah. Her bench isn't amazing by any means, but it's. It, I think it was like 10 pounds better. She was a little over 100, we'll like 105, 110, something We'll have like to that. work on with her how to cheat better. Yeah, so she's actually one of my remote clients. So okay. I, it, like, when she sends me videos, I kind of like give her stuff oh, but there's not like i didn't know you were real, doing in person with her so i'm not doing weren't. any in person with her so if we if we you know if i'm there and i'm lifting and she's there and she asks yeah me, like, i'll you know i'll work with her a little bit but um yeah so she just doesn't get quite wide, the, the amount of coaching yeah wide wide bench super as big a arch as possible mm-hmm. for those long arms and then as i mean wide sumo stance would be what i would say see how wide she, her but right it, when it comes to like the hip thing with uh, sumo, it's how much bullshit hip pain can you take? Right, because exactly. like like it. Well, now and I'll hurts. be I'll be cycling my and sumo it fucks and my squat up. I plan on I plan on training both all the way up into worlds, and you know whatever is better is what I'm mm-hmm. gonna pull on the platform because I am there for a total. Um, I'll feel really guilty and like uh, very very dirty, like a dirty dirty whore of a man if I pull sumo at worlds, but. Hey, if it's better, but it's better. We were joking, and I can't remember if we joked about this on the podcast, but I was, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pull sumo. Yeah, you did. And I'm you gonna, did on okay, the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better, and then I'm gonna be like, see, I fucking told you. What'd you pull the other day for reps for five? That looked like an AMRAP because you looked like you were dying. That did not look hard. I could have easily pulled that just for kidding. ten. I yeah. hope you could pull five hundred for ten. Yeah, that's yeah. They would. Did you have straps on, or were you just over under? No, nah, just over under. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I went. It was just four ninety five. Just pulled it for five. Which, I know it looked. I mean, they looked good. Yeah, I mean, they looked fast uh, there's, and effortless. There's a couple like technical things I'm going to mess with a little bit. So I need. I'm going to bring my stance in just a little bit. Okay. Um, and not lean away from the bar quite so far. And I think I'll get a little better pop off the floor, but yeah, it it depends on how you are mechanically. Um, yeah, so and if I, you can be patient off the ground, because if you're gonna wide stance, you gotta be really yeah, patient. I'm not. So I know you're not. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna take it in. I, I was. I normally pull at home, um, and like you know the wood part of the platform right. at the gym. Mm-hmm. That's that's like wider than like my middle mat at home. And oh. I, I stand right on like the split of where because I just have like three mats that I just put together. Right. So my feet are basically on the four, or the, I think it's cut up. So I think it's like only like th- it's between three and four feet wide is where my feet are. Mm-hmm. So it's narrower than what I actually pulled at the gym. So my oh. mechanics were a little different at the oh, gym that than makes a difference than they are at home. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. I'm it, not. I got, I got not. like I got like twenty six weeks to figure this shit out. So well. <laughs> It's not that hard. I'm pulling conventional this week, so. Are you? Yeah. What are you working up to? Uh, probably just like 500 for five. Just kind of get get a comparison between right, the two. Right, to see which which feels better. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they both build each other, so right. it's, it's whatever. Like, I'll talk shit all day about competing sumo, because I, I do believe it is cheating, because oh otherwise, otherwise, well, otherwise people, the... people wouldn't switch to it if it wasn't, e- like, allowing them my, to get more uh, weight. My poll uh, last Friday. Is a perfect example of its cheating. Yeah, exactly. Like you're literally like, what the fuck did you do? Like it was well, and, so fast for six hundred pounds. So technically, it's not cheating because it's allowed within the rules, right? 
But if you're saying, oh, sumo's way harder than conventional, so I don't know why you guys are shitting on it. Okay. Uh, to a degree, I will say it requires more flexibility. Requires more flexibility, more technique, but, like, the bar path is so the much shorter. The bar path's shorter. If you can get in the position, it is easier, and you will lift more weight. Yeah. I don't care how you're built. Yeah, if you can get into a good position, you're like great. the physics of it are mechanically yeah. better. Well, you get to add, so I like it because so your it's not, knees it's are not moving, cheating, but it's lame and it should like be illegal. to lock your lockout for like your the the amount of distance your knee has to move to lock out. Conventional versus sumo, sumo it's shorter. The yeah. the mus there's just more muscles that are there's activated not, at the same time. Well, and your your spine's in a better in a better mm-hmm. position, exactly. so you don't you don't lose it because you get too far out in front of the thing. Because uh, that's well, possible if you fuck up. You can, but if you yeah, if you don't fuck up. But I guess that's true for conventional sumo's so sumo's hard though to get to keep the bar in tight. Did you see me shit post on Instagram, dude? And you were just like <laughs> pissing off people. Which, by the way, thank you. You have gotten me in trouble. I apparently do that shit too. What? Just like, just like, we'll do dumb shit because I know it gets a rise out of people. So I, I always hashtag like do hard things, you know, right way, hard way, stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, so I posted that five five rep sumo at four ninety five, and I was like, wow, that's probably the fastest moving five hundred I've ever pulled for, right. for fives. Because I mean, it was it, felt, it looked it felt really, really, really good. I was like, um, shit, maybe he is a good sumo puller. I mean, it's never been that far off of my conventional. And you I've said it's always been ever, close. It's always been within like twenty pounds, and I've never really worked on it. Right. Um. So I've worked on it. Well, for, what, you're getting like, down to two forty two, two forty five. Maybe you will switch to sumo. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, shit, I may at this meet, but right. But so I posted on it. I was like, yeah, I couldn't do my normal hashtags because it was easy, and. <laughs> And I, <laughs> there's one guy that whenever I talk shit about sumo, he, he immediately gets so, on there and throws comments. Yeah, um, yeah. He was like calling his coach, be like, "Hey, when could I do AMRAPs at 500?" I was like, "Bro, that wasn't an AMRAP." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <laughs> Sir, also, and, well, and, and there was another guy that com- oh, go ahead. No, I no, go for it. There was another guy that commented that actually, like, on he's like on his question, like, is it easier than conventional? And I was like. Well, if you've never deadlifted before, right, it's going to take, you know, a month to figure out, a month or two to figure out how to pull conventional properly, right? Right. If instead you started with sumo, how long would it take you to kind of figure it out? Probably similar, maybe a touch more. I don't know. I never... But most people don't start sumo. No, so I, I don't think I've ever wanted to start someone's sumo. Cause but I was like, after you've deadlifted for a while, well, yeah, it's going to be harder to get the hang of because you've pulled conventional for the last year or whatever. I, I would I would much rather, I, I don't think I'd ever start someone pull sumo yeah. and then go to conventional. Well, and then my other thought, I was, I was like, it, what I said was, you know, it, if you take the time to learn conventional, it took time to learn that, so it's right. probably going to be pretty damn similar to taking the time to learn how to pull sumo. Right. Um, and then I was, and then I was like, had a genius moment. I was like, it's like high bar versus low bar. Right. One, one requires more flexibility, mm-hmm. and in return, you get better leverage on the bar. Right. You'll always squat more low bar versus high bar. Always. Yep. So I guess it's cheating, and I should be anti low bar too. Right. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, because you don't squat. But like, I do squat. I sure. squat once a week, just like I do everything else. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, sumo deadlift to conventional is just like low bar to high bar. You're always going to move more once you yep. get good at it, and it's going to feel better. Always. once you get used to it, it feels better. Yeah. Can we uh, rewind a little bit back to the rules? You said it's within the rules, and I want to talk about rules. There's a lot of shit within the rules that's bullcrap. 
Well, so we've been, Hannah and I have been watching a lot of these meets in the past month. And there are a lot of blessings being handed out, especially in the deadlift. Mm-hmm. You know, we briefly touched on uh, Dan Gr- Griggs. Griggs, yeah, I was like, what? what? I almost said Dan Green for a second. Hey, I think that and was his, a good lift. His, his Everyone sumo, else says his hips were soft. His, his sumo and that. But there were several poles, and I can't think of the one in particular, that make it onto King of the Lifts. Mm-hmm. And there was one that Where was like, clearly mm-hmm. downward motion, and they just let this girl that. grind. And I'm like, and then she got three white lights. So... Like, the USPA needs to be put on blast and on notice because it's just USPA meets that I'm seeing yeah, this they're happen. Being, they're being sketched with records. Yeah, it's and not like it's shit, not, thi- like non-things that nobody yeah, matters. it's not like a local meet person. It's their second meet. They're new to the sport. Right. They're not breaking any records, so it doesn't really matter. No, we're, give we're them, giving, give a, like, world and national records you're to, like, questionable all-time lists. world records and national records for yeah. people. Where if the judging standards were held to, they wouldn't pass. Right, and and that's and that's you know we we bitched about Chico's meet out in Ohio and him being strict on at least overly he's strict. strict. You know what? At least he's consistent. <laughs> yeah, he's consistent. You know what? You know you're gonna get fucked with your squad unless your ball sack touches the ground or in my case tank because my balls are small. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> will do that. Yeah. Um. No, the, the but seriously, like. I think the USPA needs to be put on notice. Like, that's bullshit. Like, it's getting sketch. Like, I don't want to compete knowing, like, in a, I don't want to compete in a federation where the judging is inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Like, that was my thing about the USPA is they were the most consistent with judging. Outside of USAPL, they were the most consistent. Oh, I don't think the USAPL is consistent at all. Really? Oh. doesn't matter now. I think it's overly. I think it was overly strict. Yeah, USAPL but, but consistent. But it was consistently yeah. overly strict, which is fine. Welcome to Chico meets. Right, like, so we have these big money meets where people are losing. Th- like, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. that someone may have just lost because of this. We let this clearly red lighted thing slide. slide. Like, I don't know where the USPA has just fucking lost their way. I feel like it's only been in this last year. Yeah, it's like this calendar year, like yeah. 2022. I don't know what's it's happened. a lot of it this year. I don't know if it's because the deadlift bar is different, that they're letting shit slide. I don't fucking care. Well, and that, that's that not an excuse. January? I feel like that started after January, too. No, I think it was after Jan- as of yeah, January. Like, so, like, oh, okay. I think it was as of, I don't the remember. Kabuki did their deal or whatever. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. It's... There, the, the, this needs to be addressed. Like yeah, something's weird right now. Like I don't want to do a USPA meet for that reason. Well, too bad, man. IPL World is coming up. Actually, you know what? All the all the shitty calls have been all the calls that have been blessings have been on uh, deadlifts. I'm seeing. I'm seeing some high squats. There are several high squats that are passing. Um, that's kind of always been a, that's every now always, and then. Issue. You know, that's a that's a that's a powerlifting issue because yeah. it's hard. It's sometimes. subjective, yeah. Um, but deadlifts are clearly obvious. You know what? Deadlifts are the only ones that fuck me with downward motion because I sometimes, you know, well, I get slight downward motion. My seven oh one. Get ready till the kabuki bar hits you and that whip catches you. Well, that's why we've been pulling the slack out real well. Mm-hmm. And we're getting, I'm getting rather good at it. Um, good. Yeah, you're get your position's getting that video you posted. I think it was on my story. On your story, yeah. I was like, holy shit. 
You look like Yuri fucking Belk, and you were so vertical. It was yeah, ridiculous. it was like the best. Um, I, it, well, so and it's funny because it's sectioned at the full video, so the full video is cropped because the first part of that video it slipped right out of my hands. Mm. Because so remember you and I were talking about in the gym experimenting with like my hand and moving my hand in a finger so I can maybe get just get a more tiny bend, bend more bend out of the bar. Yeah. Um, I couldn't set the hook, couldn't get onto it, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm not even going to try to change yeah, my Yeah, if grip. you're off the neural, it's tough. Right? I'm like, I'm not even going to try to fucking make a change because I don't have the most confidence in my hook grip anyway. Right, right. So, like, well, why if, make that fucking change? If you go mixed on the smooth, you're real fucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you just, I mean it's really, really nice in the first two. Mm. So, like, you could, may, I wouldn't fuck with it, though. Like, yeah. unless I'm, like... Rip my hand open and me and I need to make a change. Yep. I'm not. I would not make a change. Um. So, yeah. Well, uh, I'm pretty eager to see if they'll give me some gifts on the on some downward motion. We'll make sure to not get a lot of followers so that they don't listen to this before you compete. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're keeping our uh, podcast numbers not super high. We just right. don't want you to get fucked by the USPA. Right. Well, you know what? Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know what? If the USAPL or USPC wanted to be fucking idiots, too, I would call any federation right, out right. for not being consistent. Like, do you remember, uh, this is probably two or three years ago, the SPF passed that 181-800-pound oh squat? By, S- uh, SPF is probably the most notorious one. Right. But that, like, that's like that, a like, 800-pound all-time world record 181 squat. Yeah. Well, out of my like, it wasn't even fucking close. Like, it was not so. Close. Like the things I was hearing about that meet, and of course he, I can't think of what his name is. He did end up going and hitting that squat at like a USPA meet. Yeah, but and, not and at that def- meet. But the the boy, he had to go do it because people are like, he didn't make weight either. They just said he made weight. What? Yeah, like there was some shit going That's down. Sketch. Like there, he was like, yeah. People were like, yeah. Of course you're gonna get your calls at your meet. Where your best friend's hosting it, <clears throat> and he's doing your weigh-ins, and you don't wow. make weight. Like, there was some shit being said. He's like, like, I came in at 220. <laughs> like, I don't know the accuracy of that information at all. Like, it well, could be 100% inaccurate, but the point being, like, that's possible. I competed in SPF, like, in 2014 or 15 once, mm-hmm. and it was a fun meet. It was run pretty well, but as soon as I got done competing... People were like all over me, like, dude, you competed at SPF. That's such a shit federation, blah, blah, blah. And I, I got sent like a ton of videos of like, this is good, this is good. And I'm like, what? Right, yeah. I- now, the people that were, it was, so it was, um, you know, the guys in Kentucky that run a lot of the RPS meets? Yep. The, the brothers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was when they were doing SPF and they were running the meet I was at and they oh, run okay. good meets. And, yeah. Because we it went was, that, it was I, I did that one too. That one in Kentucky yeah. that, uh, Oh man, I want to do that one. Yeah, they, it was solid, and then they moved over to RPS, and those meets are so. It's the Iron Mafia guys. Yeah, 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 those guys are cool. But yeah, they did the SPF meet back then that I did, and it was good. And people are sending me all these videos of bullshit stuff getting passed, and I was like, "Whoa, not at the meet I was at." Right, you're like, "All right, new federation time." Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and it's it was like two months later they switched to RPS, and that's when I started doing RPS. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the hey man, gotta get we gotta get better. As a, as a powerlifting community, we got to get better about being commit, consistent with that bullshit. Dude, it's crazy. If you want your sport to be taken seriously, you, you gotta, can't do that shit. Yeah, like, you got to hold yourself to a standard. You know, and I and I really felt like the 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 sport I'm using air quotes of powerlifting was really making some like some significant headway as far as making this into like 
a legitimate sport. Well, be- there, there starts to be more and more money meets. I mean, there's year. tons there's of like money f- meets. Four money meets now. Four big money meets, right? Um, oh no, no, no. There's more than that now. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, any a meet that's gonna get. I mean, I consider a big money meet anything that gives out ten grand total. Okay. Yep. In prize, there's with a ton of them. Yeah. Um, well, I sent you the link. Uh, oh yeah. Drug tested nationals at best lifters seven grand. Wow. I think five or seven grand. Yeah. It's coming up there. So like nothing's been announced with worlds. Interesting. But. Powerlifting has a much bigger following here in the is that, states. Is that USAPL? USPA. Oh, that was the USPA. That's director. the USPA. So they're trying to compete because USAPL is trying to have be like the the natural pro. Yeah, the USPA and USPA is trying to show the up. The USPA drug tested, giving out some money for their Interesting. wins. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I listened to a podcast uh, that had Ray Williams on it today, mm-hmm. and um, he was talking. And so, what was the other Fed that's IPL or IPF now? Uh, is it um, like One America or something it's, like that? Uh, All American Powerlifting, I think, or something like that. Something like that. So he's doing that one, and they're like, "Oh, you're not, you know, you're not doing both, or are you?" He can't do both, can he? Correct. So he's like, "Man, he's like, I'm trying to do IPF Worlds, so whatever." And and they're like, "So when I used to give USAPL a lot of shit mm-hmm. about if you compete in another federation, they fuck you." So that's technically an IPF. That's rule. an IPF rule. IPF yeah. has the fucking stupid rules, yeah. and the USAPL just like now totes how they're in the IPF. Not anymore. Right, right. Yeah. But they did. Yep. So and that was like their thing. So in my head, it was always USAPL being a total dick, but it was tech. It was actually IPF being a total. Well, dick. well. Now of, the question I have now yeah. is: in USAPL, are they still a dick about yes. it? Okay, so they were being a dick. They're still fucks because they're still. Um, you remember? I think it was. I think it was the Piner Pioneer um, made a post about it. Oh yeah, because they uh, it was some one of the powerlifting like people who make the equipment basically was like fuck you you're not getting a quarter million dollars from me. Oh yeah, and that, what was, world that was Matt. You, yeah, that was Pioneer. Was it, what, was it Matt from Pioneer? Yeah. He he's like, he does this every year, and his like this year one was like you hid behind. IPL rules uh-huh. as to why you wanted my money and why I wasn't a, a, con, a confirmed thing. Yep. You still are hiding behind you the are, same yeah. bullshit. Now you are not IPF and you're holding true, so now we can see it was you being the asshole, right. not IPF. They were just a convenient scapegoat. Yeah, and and he's like, fuck that. You know what's really stupid? What? Just tell him it's not a Pioneer belt. Right. Um, Because the, the there's another company that uses the Pioneer cut. Okay. So it's not the only one that would is be it approved though. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I don't remember one of uh one of the USAPL kids that huh. trains at where we lift, um, told me about it. And I was like, "Well, are you freaking kidding me?" Huh? I was like, "Oh, that's so stupid." Just tell him it's not a Pioneer belt. It meets the specs. It so, literally meets the meat the the meat specs. As long as it doesn't say Pioneer on it, you're good. Yep. Isn't well, that stupid? And and so that is stupid. And <laughs> y- y- you have no idea how happy it makes me. To realize that my hatred of USAPL is valid. Yeah, I, I hate them. <laughs> when they left the IPF, I was like, oh no, was IPF the problem? And now if I hate USAPL, I'm a dickhead? I'm like, no, okay, cool. No, I their can, meets are still really... I can still hate them. They're still assholes. You know what's interesting about those meets is people are like, oh, they're so fun. They're so... I couldn't tell you where the nearest uh, USAPL meet is. Uh, they're not in Indiana, but there's some in Ohio, Illinois. There's, they're pretty big yep. in Illinois, actually. Yeah, they're pretty big in Illinois. We're, we're definitely a USPA... <laughs> State APF sure. USPC yeah, and I would imagine you're going to start seeing USPC start taking bigger chunks. I I would say the USPC's share of 
at least Indiana meets, it's gonna increase. Is I would say they have the majority, if not 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 this year, but I would say I would put in the money next, down like, three years next year, be if not in the next three years, they will have the majority of the meets here in the st- in the in Indiana. Well, no, you, no US, fault on USPA. It's literally who coding, is running the meet, yeah. who is running the meet, and the meet runs well. Well, in in USPA didn't have meets in Indiana until Cody yeah. took over as as like the chair, and mm-hmm. then he grew it, and he's just going to do the same thing, but yeah. with another federation. Yeah, and 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 he and he, he's he's good at that. Well, and he verbalized that he talked to talked to the both of us about that, and yeah. he's like, I would do all meets. He's like, I would do them all. Doesn't matter the federation. Yep. but they won't let him. Yep. He, he's like, that's their fucking loss. You know, yeah, he, he runs a good meet, man. He runs he a great gets, meet. He always gets killer sponsors. Like, he's... he's yeah, he all... I mean, yeah, because I talked to him Cody. when we were hosting that USPC meet, and I said, hey, what kind of legwork do you want me to do? You know, what, what are you yeah, fearless you to need? do? And he's like, well, whatever you guys can get local-wise, you know, I've got the big ones. And then I was like, well, do you want me to reach out to Pioneer? And he's like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. Right. You know? So, like, it, it just blows my mind how political it is yeah it's and and the thing that kills me is like and i don't understand political over something that there's no money like right like i don't understand why it is so political like we're just here to lift weights and and honestly the athletes i mean there's some people that are diehard one fed or another hate one fed like hey i'm one I, i i hate usapl right um but like most people are like where's the meat that's closest to me around the time frame I'm looking for, and they don't care what federation exactly. is. Exactly. Because they just want to max their shit out right. on a uh, competition stage. Right. You know, maybe hit a record, maybe not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they just want to compete to competition standards. Correct. Have their numbers be officially counted and see if they can hit what they want right. under good rules. Any federation can do that. Right. Like, all powerlifting meets, everything goes on the Federation. Now, and that's probably 90% of lifters. I looked up the USPC. I will kudos to the USPC for being, in my opinion, the best at looking up where you stand in the numbers. Dude, right? Have you looked at, like, yes. where their records are? Yes. It takes you directly to open uh-huh. powerlifting with uh-huh. all the filters set in. I was like, fuck every other Federation. So you can see not just the top record. Like everyone, anyone who's ever competed in it, yeah, yep. and it's awesome. Yep. There's some pretty good USPC records. Uh, so, yeah, USPC records. Uh, They're pretty tough. Like, like I would not win nationals or probably even podium nationals, but I got a pretty good shot of, of uh, podiuming worlds this year for IPL. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. And masters, I got a decent shot of winning it. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. It depends on. There's a, there's a variety of different. Um, uh, things that need to like be accounted for as far as boxes yeah. needing to be checked off for me. Um, just getting the big thing for me is my sleep under control. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went out and we got Hannah a new, our dogs got Hannah for mother's day, a new mattress pad and some new sheets. And so that's been, has uh, been nice to get my sleep better. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though, and I don't know how, how about how I love you it's are. Like, it's like, yeah, we got Hannah this thing for her birthday. My sleep is so much better now. Right. <laughs> I don't know about you. Do you sleep eight hours? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Well, so. It's like. I, I have a sleep, irritates me. I have a sleep app. Not app. Oh. Sleep app in my phone. 
Um, and it, so I'll like, I'll, I'm always in bed eight hours or more, but it tells you how many of it you're actually asleep. And okay. I'm, o- I'm always over seven. I can't. So when Hannah and I were on a slim sleep schedule for a period, I couldn't stand it because she would go to bed and get up at six, which is fine. Right. But like she needs eight hours and like that going to bed early at like nine at like 10 o'clock <laughs> yeah. would irritate me because I'm like, I am losing two hours worth of time. I could be doing spending, doing like watching a show. Yeah. So get up at 6am and watch your shows and do whatever you want. No, I can't do that. I can't. I, <laughs> once I get up, my ass those. is, once my ass is up, I'm up and I'm moving and we're going, we're getting in ready to work. Um, but yeah. if you got two hours extra in the morning. I just go into work earlier. That's all I was doing because oh, then okay. I could train and then have a six-hour window instead of a two-hour window and a four-hour yeah, window. True. But it it just never worked out the way I wanted it to, and I just never could get like I would start. I, I'm notorious for starting shit at like ten o'clock at night, cooking stuff, and then I'm in bed at one o'clock and then I sleep six hours. Yep, it is really annoying. Like, I have to go to bed. I don't know, man. Well, and it's like, I used to be like that, where I'd stay up to like one or two or whatever. But, man, I tell you what, the older I get, the more I'm like, 10 o'clock? Yep, that's fucking bedtime. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I got into a... (laughs) But I'm also on like a pretty consistent work schedule where I have clients at like 7 a.m. Right. Every day of the week. Right. So I'm I'm always up at 6. If I got to be up early, I, I, you know, I go to try to go to bed a little earlier. Well, and for you, it's not consistent, though, so it's hard to make it a pattern. Right. Um... It's actually funny we're talking about sleep. Um, so somebody on my on my Facebook post did a complaint about the fifteen dollar an hour wage or something. You know, you work forty hours, and my comment was, "So why do you only work forty hours? Like, who sets this forty hour work well, week?" It, and right. the person got like super butthurt, and they're like, "Well, it's actually closer to fifty because I spend an hour driving or something. Some some so, way she was able to quantify quanti- quantify that it would t- that work actually used fifty hours of her time because of driving and shit." So, so here's my comment to anyone like that. They're and like, I'm like, they're like fifteen hours an hour is, is not enough money for for someone who's trying to support a family and have." And it's like, okay, so you're saying. Your goal is to never improve past your entry level position. That's right. what you're saying. So like like yeah, dude, I agree. Fifteen fifteen dollars an hour, forty hours a week, that's like thirty grand a year. Right. It's not enough. But, but if you are but a, are you trying? Because right. if you're trying, you shouldn't stay at a fifteen hour right. job. Like, you should, you why should are you yeah. There is I'm no like, vertical movement. I'm like, honestly, your ass should be getting paid eight bucks an hour. And because I bet that'll light a fire under your ass to do better so right. you can make more money. And if it doesn't, you are getting paid exactly what you exactly. are worth. I, I, I had, so it's funny. Entitlement, dude. It's funny, though, because I had three people that I haven't talked to in years right. message me and say, thank you for calling her out on that. That is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. And I straight up called her out and said... Um, because we're talking about the amount of hours in the week and the amount of right. like hours she works, and I said, "Well, being that you're a good, you know, highly motivated mom, you should be able to make do with six hours of sleep a night." Right. And like, like I don't. I'm sorry, but I don't know any highly wealthy person that has worked only for forty hours a week. I don't know anybody who is well, crazy wealthy or who makes you know makes pretty good money right. who well, works and, 40 hours and i'm not crazy wealthy but i make good money especially for a right but like so i work 
you know, between 25 and 30 hours a week as far as actually training people in person. Right. But you better believe I'm working more than that at home. Right. Uh, doing uh, programming and all that other stuff, too. So I'm, I'm probably pretty close to, like, 40 hours a week when you right. get down to it. But do you have – do you what, – what's your – but you actually are, like, providing something to society. Right. You actually have, well, like, it's qualifications. A, it's a skilled labor position, right. right? And I spent, you know, the last decade of my life developing these skills. So, yeah, I, I should be making exactly make per hour. Like, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I almost posted something about this today on Twitter – um, it, it's, it, I've never, so I used to be in wealth management. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've managed clients money right. that were worth a lot of money. Right. right. I have yet to meet someone worth seven figures or higher. That works 40 hours. lazy or that only works 40 hours yeah, a week. I, the, it, I've yet to meet uh, someone yeah. who makes six figures a year that's yeah. lazy or only works 40 hours a, a week. Right. Like, like it doesn't happen no, it or doesn't. if it does, it's because they were working 80 to 100 hours a week for the, on the first, front end for the first 10 years mm-hmm. and now they're working 20 a week because they've built that thing right and and that's like so well in the, and the and even then none of those people are only working 20 hours a week everyone right. just assumes they're working that because that's what your lazy ass would be doing if you had that right company. well and my th- and because you know what you want to call me out and and you know be a dick call me out not having kids cool yeah i don't have kids also By a choice. choice. Yeah. Because I don't want them. I don't know if you having kids was a choice or not, or it could have been a happy accident. Well, I don't hey, really care. Currently, abortion is legal, so it was a choice. Right. So, right. Um, so I think that was a good choice, though. Yeah, yeah me too. To have them. Like, please do. <laughs> um, but, so my thing is, is like, so your kid, I literally was like, your kid goes to bed at 745 at night. Why can't you do your housework chores, house responsibilities after your child goes to bed. Oh, because I'm just so tired when that happens. No, you're too lazy to that's put in the work. Not a pr- that's not my problem, man. Exactly. I am literally, so one of and my... No and no one's going to do that shit for you? I am a calloused individual when it comes to that stuff. Like, like I am going to be on a Zoom call tomorrow with one of my coworkers for his um, either master or doctoral class, and we're going to talk about addiction and addiction right. treatment. I'm, I told him today before I left, I said, hey, so I'm so grateful one of our other QA people is going to be on there because I am very calloused and cold when it comes to addiction. <laughs> and so is he because he's very libertarian, very conservative. Yeah. You, know. very, you get what you put in. Yeah. And, yeah. He, he, his like response to homelessness is workhouses. Labor. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm going that far, but like. Like, we're, I mean, it could definitely be a piece of it, though, right? Right? Like, I mean, damn, what the fuck? You, you're not... Do you want a job? Like, like I and would it, go... And if not, then, like, well, there you, you go. Then you don't get it. Like, yeah. but do you want a job where you get to earn the right to have a house and the right to eat food yep. like I do? Like, that's, that's what we do. We work so we can have food and a house. Right. These are not things that you should just... Given and that's the problem. The entitlement is ridiculous. But with that being said, third episode or new ep- new episode of Moon Knight, we got to transition. Oh yeah, we, baby. we were we, we were, were on we're that too to... long. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? That Did was you... like five minutes of it wasn't even a real political rant. No, 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 no. It was just commentary. Me, it was just me complaining about people who think that forty hours is enough. I think it's okay as people. This is meathead chatter. 
So we lift weights to get better at things. And sometimes training is fucking hard and you do it anyway because it's what you need to do. So I think bitching about lazy people is definitely within the realm and scope of our podcast. You know what I did last night after I finished a two and a half, three hour long session in the gym? What? Took dogs on the run. Yeah. Do you think it's in my programming? No. Yeah. But, but you do know you know what? what happens if I don't take my dogs on a run? They fucking they destroy my house. Destroy everything. Like, <laughs> it's work. Yeah. It's not fun. It's stuff you have to do. They're responsibilities. So the interesting thing that that baffles me is so so we're animals. Like we're super cerebral, high functioning from a cerebral standpoint, animals. That's what we mm-hmm. are. Okay. Look at any animal. I'm sure there's exceptions, but look at the vast, vast majority of animals in the world. Do they chill? No. Or is every day about unless they're surviving? A cat. Unless they're well, unless it, they're domesticated. If yeah, they're a it, domestic animal, then they chill. Yep. Which would be people on welfare in the United States. Oh, you're so mean. Right. It's true. But but it will people on permanent welfare. Right. Um. But if if every phyla of the animal kingdom. The story of their life is struggle to survive and provide. Why the fuck should we be any different? And why the fuck should we expect any different? Right. The cool thing is that as humans, the harder we strive and struggle to survive and improve, the better our rewards get. Right. Whereas in the rest of the animal kingdom, that isn't necessarily true. Right. It's like that. Um, have you seen this? And I don't know if. Especially you might as have. Americans. There was like a, uh, a Middle Eastern guy who was talking about his family and his wealth. Mm-hmm. And he said that his great grandfather struggled and was wealthy. His grandfather struggled a little bit less, but was even more wealthy. And his grandfather struggled less and was even more wealthy. And then this guy's like, yeah, and I still struggle some, but I am super wealthy. My kids, however, do not struggle. What do you think they are going to look like? Well, and they do not struggle. What do you think is going to happen to your money? Right. They're not struggling. They don't understand how hard they have to work for it. And so he talks about this cycle, mm-hmm. this, this circular cycle of wealth, and that after a certain point of wealth, certain you're, number you're, of you, you just start getting yep. complacent. And, like, and you lose it. And he said that society right now is about there. Yep. Well, and you see this with... Uh, Small business owners, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, so you're a small business owner. You work your ass off. You're doing that hundred hours a week right. for twelve years or whatever it, it takes to become this behemoth of industry that you want to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you do that. You put in all your time. You put in all your work, and and then your kid comes along, and and you te- show him the business. You teach him the business. He takes over the business. Your business grows, mm-hmm. but not as much as when you were doing it, right? Right. His kid takes over, it goes bankrupt. Like right. that's that's it's like a three generation cycle. At least yeah. in the states, when you're yeah. talking about successful small to medium sized businesses, yes. and as they get passed on, it's the grandkids that fuck it all up. Mm-hmm. I can 100 percent guarantee I know firsthand experience of people in my family life that fuck my grandfather opened a factory. Uncle runs the factory currently right now. I don't work in it, obviously. Right. Um, but his his kids are gonna fuck it. His kids aren't working in it. Mm-hmm. His uh, his youngest son wants nothing to do with it. His eldest son is doing something different, like doing his own, like carving his own eighty right. hour, hundred hour path. So like, I'm not gonna fault him there. Yeah, but, which is cool. He wants to do his own thing. But That's, what happens 
what happens when, like, I mean, so he saw that firsthand because he remembered his dad kind of working his ass off and making something for himself mm-hmm. and being proud of that. You know, that that pride. Yeah, being that, proud over the of generations, it, that faith. We man. just get we just get chill. We get light, nice and easy. And it's it's only easier now because we don't have to mm-hmm. we don't have to forage. We don't have to like want for things. Truly want for things. Yeah, and you can just States. rock an OnlyFans if you need to. Right. You can sell my feet pics. <laughs> Ooh yeah. But I like your Batman size. Anyway, buddy. As we good good so Batman movie. Batman movie. Let's get out of that. Good we segue. we I like Sorry. tried to pull I, us out I, and, and then I, we, I yanked us back in. Yeah. Batman movie. You liked it or didn't like it? It was okay. So I I like entertaining, action y, quippy kind of movies. I like Marvel movies, right? Yeah. Right. They kind of scratch that itch of like action, cool storytelling, but oh, like fucking weirdo. But but like not so broody. Yeah, DC movies are broody. Yeah. This one was it was good, but it was fucking dork. I would say it is my favorite Batman because it's different. It, it that one different. and it Dark Knight different. are my two favorite. You know, the the Christian Bale trilogy was probably my favorite trilogy. Yeah, but and we'll this, see. One this one was potential. This one's got it's different. I feel like this one tracks a lot more like what the comics look like because you got to actually see. Batman, Bruce like, Wayne, like have to do detective. Stuff. I was gonna say he. It felt like he always gets, you know, it's just all his as, gadgets. As, all his gadgets do it. Everything. Well, in 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 the comics, it was very. He was known as like the best detective. Yeah, too, yeah. Right. He was like Sherlock Holmes in a cape. You know? Yeah. Um. And yeah, you definitely got to see that. And dude, I liked that about the uh, the video games, like the more recent like Arkham yeah, Asylum the Arkham games that you have to like use your brain. Actually, They're hard. Yeah, they cared about the detective piece. And yeah, I, so, you're right. In the movies, that has been missing. Yeah, and I liked it. I mean, it was long. It was really long. It was, really long. It was three hours. Hannah yeah. loved it though. Yeah. Like, watched it again last night. Liked it. Like she loves the movie, you know. And for three hour movie for her, she loves it. Um, what do you think of that, that twist? Wait, can we spoil it or I don't know? It's been out for a while. We can, can we spoil fuck it. Fuck them. If you guys haven't seen it, you suck. Tell um, them the twist. So where uh, Batman's dad is, or uh, I don't even remember what Bruce's dad's name he, is. Uh, I, yeah. I can never remember Doctor Wayne. He was a bad guy. Yeah, he guy was semi so, so, sort kind of, of gray. Like he 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 had he made a call. The uh, crime lord Farcone. Yeah, it was like, cool, so this is an opportunity for me to have you in my pocket now mm-hmm. because you're stupid. You got took advantage. Yeah, he made a deal with the mob boss, basically. Yeah, you make a deal, and the mob boss was like, well, I'm going to interpret the terms of this deal in mm-hmm. my way. Because you can't say anything about it, or I'll say what you asked me to do. Right, yeah. you know. And and so, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. So, did you look at the cast of that movie? No. I at first was un- was unhappy that Danny DeVito was not Penguin. Because <laughs> Danny DeVito is like the best Penguin in the world. Danny DeVito is so old, Did you though. see who plays Penguin? No, I didn't. I mean, I, I saw it him was, in, the, in um, the movie, but... Oh, my gosh. Uh, I had to look it up because we were shocked. He looked a little like the Doc Ock guy. Um, it wasn't no, him. it is... What is his name? I can't think of it. I have to look it up. I am losing my mind. Um, Colin Farrell. What? Yeah, Colin God. Farrell was the penguin. You say it, you're like, no, and then you but think I'm it, and then you're like, I'm like, like yeah, oh shit, it was. They, good, they make good up makeup. Him. It yeah. Was. So, and I remember when Colin Farrell was first getting on the scene, he was kind of like the young hot guy actor. Yeah. So he kept getting those roles, but every now and then you'd see him in a role where you were like, whoa, 
He's a good actor. He's got some I like chops. Colin Farrell. Um, Do you ever see him in Phone Booth? Yes. No. Nope. So Phone Booth, the whole movie basically takes place in a phone booth. Uh, the bad guy's Kiefer Sutherland, and then oh, Colin Farrell isn't. Going to be a good movie. Dude, I have it on DVD. You can borrow it if you want. Ooh. Um, yeah, hey, great really movie. Watch a movie. Um, but yeah, and then, and then uh, do you remember the, the Daredevil movie? Oh, with he Ben was, Affleck? Yes, he was Bullseye. Oh, I, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't think I ever saw it because I heard it was that bad. He played. He played. So the writing isn't great. It's it's like kind of that era, like the first Spider-Man movie. The was, first the first round of Marvel yeah, movies. They're trying to figure out where, where they're like, okay, it actually was worth going to a movie theater to watch, right. but it was still slightly cringy on the writing, like a little mm-hmm. too like goofy comic booky. Um, but he he played the Bullseye, who's like this. His superpower is basically he can like. Throw, throw anything yeah. with perfect accuracy, um, and he played a very good weird psychopath. He, yeah, Colin Farrell is good. I like yeah. his movies. Did you? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was a good Batman. I got to watch it again. Um, I can't wait to watch it again for Easter eggs. Um, oh, did you yeah. notice any off the top of your head? No. So I was I was Who programming was, was while that? I was watching it. Oh. So I watched it intently quite a bit. So it's a three hour movie, and I was it's, like, I'll, I can't give three hours, man. Well, I was like, I will program while I do this because it's a large block of time, and I have a lot of shit to get done. Right. I only got two programs done, so there were oh, pieces shit. where I wasn't paying a ton of attention. But it. What do you think of that like, tale? What do you think of um, uh, Enigma being? Talk. Who do you think Dude, he was talking to? I think to? he did awesome. He did a good job. Who do you think he was Two-Face. talking to? Oh, you think he was talking to Two Face? He looked like Two Face to me because it looked like it was kind of in the shadows, but it looked like the side that was facing up was us was kind of fucked up. Yeah, but he was laughing. Also, Joker. I was thinking it was the Joker. So I was thinking Two Face till he started laughing. Right. Um, I didn't. I don't remember seeing the face, but maybe I had stepped out of the room and stepped into my kitchen or something and. That's that part, but I thought it was the Joker. It'd be cool I if it was the heard, Joker and they brought back Jared Leto. Oh, fucking Christ. Han- you you guys and Jared, I don't like Jared Leto. I don't like him. You I don't know why. Go to I, hell. I don't like him in any movies. Ellen. So She liked him in Blade Runner. She's like, oh, he was so good in Blade Runner. I'm like, I'm not a fan. Ellen. As he calls his fiance to have her come whack me. She yeah, she's going to kick your ass, man. She, she loves Jared Leto, doesn't he's, she? He's like her hall pass. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> yeah. Just give her a good-looking one. Like, he's I don't a, know. Hey, he was kind of jacked in Mobius or Morpheus. Oh, I, we haven't seen Mobius yet. Yeah. That's what it is. I was like, what the hell is that other movie I need yep. to go see? I haven't seen that one yet. That's right. It'll be on HBO Plus or Disney Plus here pretty soon, I'm right. sure. Um, Speaking of Disney Plus. Do you like that segue? Oh, fucking <laughs> Moon Knight, which I got in trouble for. It's hard to watch. Hannah's like, oh, you watched it already without me? I'm like, I didn't know you wanted to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to watch. Like, really? I think it's hard to watch the first time around. I had to watch it twice. Remember? So the the third it's, episode is very confusing. I watched the third episode twice, too. It is yeah. strange. I had to do some research. I sent it to you. The hippo? We cheated. The hippo lady? We yeah. cheated. Ah, we're such cheaters. I was I was about to go into that and I'm like, but then you're like, I sent it. I'm like, oh yeah, you did send that to me. Yeah, I sent that to yeah. you. I had to do it because it was annoying the hell out of me. Because at first, I thought that was so. You remember in like the second episode where they do that big Greek or not Greek uh, Egyptian god meeting with all of their right, avatars. Right. I thought that was like the the chicks, the one chick who greeted him. Yeah, um, that was what her her beast looked like or yeah. her her god looked like. And then I looked it up and I was like, well, that's disappointing. What hippo is in the Greek pantheon? Yep, or not Greek pantheon, Egyptian. Egyptian, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I was like, oh, this sucks. But it's, <laughs> I mean, so, spoiler alert, we're going to, we're in his head. Yeah, that's kind of what I was that's thinking. The, that's the gist that's I'm the getting. That's the only thing that makes sense. Is he, since we're in his head. and that's they're sar- both there. So, and that sarcophagus mm. is another personality. So all those doors are no other personalities that need that could be you know interesting because you said he's got multiple personalities and yeah stuff. yeah so uh, that would be those are doors that unlock m- more personalities. So dude, what I'm loving about this and it's and it's the same thing that I loved about Eternals is Eternals was just like I need to watch that again. I it it was so it's so like not the normal Marvel stuff. It's like weird Marvel stuff, right? Like, yeah. like it's like, instead of just, oh, here's the superheroes, blah, 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 it's like we're going to tie it to some weird, like, mythology from the past mm-hmm. and kind of tie things in a little bit. Yeah, and that's like what I think is cool. Mesopotamia. And then same thing here, I really like Moon Knight because it's like tying in through the, okay, let's take the whole Egyptian god pantheon and turn it into a comic book, but nowadays. Yeah, it's so I cool. I like that. I, um, I don't know, how, what has the response been to Moon Knight? I don't even care. I, I mean, it. well, because that because it'll determine whether there's gonna be another season or but not. But honestly, I don't. I don't. I would imagine it's probably not that great because yeah, Eternals wasn't that greatly yeah. received, probably for the same reasons. It's it's too outside the box for mm-hmm. your casual like I like Marvel movies for your casual Avengers fan. <sighs> you know. You know what? I just realized it comes out in a couple day in, in like a couple weeks. May fourth. Is it May May fourth? Multiverse or, of Madness. I thought yep. it was the fifth. May, yes. Whatever day. You're gonna come at me for one day, Mister Mister. Well, they wouldn't Moon release Nights, it on the Star Wars Moon day. Nights. They'll re- release it on Cinco de Mayo. Moon Knights. Moon Knights coming out a week later. It comes out. You asshole. You're I gonna think she fight caught me up over on WandaVision, but uh, <laughs> I. I didn't watch WandaVision, the later episodes, super closely. The later episodes were the ones where it actually got into how... Or, or no, sorry, I'm thinking of What If. I didn't watch the later What If episodes as closely as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell asleep during one, and I just gave up. Yeah, well, or one or two. They're short, too, aren't they? Only like a half hour each? Yeah, which okay. is better for yeah. me because I can sit down and watch it's them. It's quicker but... to do your homework, as we've talked about before. Right. That's but, annoying. Yeah, I, I mean, we, yeah, we have homework for these now. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to that. Speaking of, and we got we got a little bit more time. We got about ten more minutes. Yeah, we're good. So, do we? Th- we should we should um, expand our social media platform for the podcast. For what? Twitter. Oh yeah, now that Elon is, right? is buying that shit, it's I'm private. gonna be. My, I'm gonna be. My all Twitter is going to be over Twitter. So common. I'm like going, I was literally going, talking about this, dude. The other I, day. Think, I, I think I want to be. Uh, I I could be a tweeter. Well, and I think. Honestly, I think Twitter will blow up because it's been such a cesspool of just like political bullshit. Shit. It's kinda all like, gonna stop. Kind of like how Facebook has started, right? Yes, and that's why Facebook numbers have dropped considerably. Twitter mm-hmm. numbers dropped considerably because it got to be such a cesspool to where, like, if you had any not just conservative thought, but any like non discerning opinion. Well, if you had any non left talking point thing, it was like attack zone. I want to. This is completely different. I'm sorry. This is super random, but this is something that actually pissed me off in my school. What? So we have to do this um, assessment to like address our biases for one of my classes. And one of the assessments is to address like racial bias. Uh-huh. And it's very interesting. And I'm going to talk about this in my discussion board well, post. You're because white, so you're racist. Exa- no, that is exactly the thing. I did the test twice. Uh-huh. Gee, I did the test twice. I answered the exact same way on everything except 
for my political views. I changed my political views from moderately conservative to moderately liberal. Completely changed my response. Really? I am pissed. So they weighted that question, obviously, extremely high. Yes, I am pissed. Hmm. I am so pissed about that. Like, Interesting. The fact that I am fiscally conservative makes me racist or biased towards other races. So you, you had all the same answers. The only mm-hmm. answer you changed is you went from moderately conservative, which I would say, yes, fiscally you're conservative. but I, but would, I, I don't think I'm moderately conservative. I'm slightly conservative. Yeah. Yeah. I just did it. But, but going from like moderately conservative to moderately liberal yes. was the difference between being a racist or not. Yes. Wow. Like... Like, so like, and it's not like, yes, you're racist or whatever. It's like, you're like 63% bias or whatever. Like your uh-huh. bias is given down, broken down to a percentage, but it is not like 20% and 60, it's like 60% bias towards black people because I'm conservative. Interesting. It's, it is like the most mind fucking thing because I huh. literally changed my political views and I'm not happy about you're it. You're like, I changed one question and it completely shifted the scale. Yeah. My professor is going, I'm, I mean, (laughs) I want to address it so bad and so in depth because it is such a problem, but you also want to pass your class. I can't like, is that fucking stupid? That is stupid. I can't. That's part of the reason why I want to be a professor is so I can tell people that have those views to fuck off. You know what though? But if you're a professor uh, and not tenured, you will not be able to stay at your college oh, for very long. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty. I'm relatively progressive and open minded. Yeah, but the fact that you would even think about having that conversation means it's right. not enough yeah, for, for most main big universities. universities. Well, yeah. I I don't know. The University of North Texas likes to bring those people. Mm-hmm. Um, they like to ruffle the feathers. There are a lot of videos, which of honestly like, is what it should be. It right. should be, It should be. Let's get all viewpoints this, in here an and have a discussion of higher learning. That is what it is. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. It is higher learning. Not let's get high and learn things. Not let's get let's get let's high use and hop higher on one levels side. of thinking and think about things. Like let's use our brains. Why do we disagree? Right. Is it a personal is it like a personal social view? Like do you just personally believe like like when it comes to abortion? Mm-hmm. You and I disagree. Right. Or we we don't think that abortion's great, like we're anti-abortion, but we also think that it is not our job to tell you what the fuck to do. No, I think it's totally my job to tell you what well, to do. Well, it's not that. the government's job to tell you what the fuck to do. So is it the government's job to tell you not to kill someone on the street? Nah. I think it is. I don't think it is. <laughs> because the government's interest should be that society can operate in an independent fashion. You can't freely go about your business if it's legal for someone to kill you. My, your rights end where mine begin. Exactly. That, that's, yeah. So then the question, in, in, I'm not a biologist, I don't know. There are definitely more, more places where you would be okay with an abortion compared to me. That, that's where our differences lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I think that's exactly the best way to put that. Yeah, 100% without having to get into it. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I don't know if you're a girl or not. Right. I just don't know anymore. You know what, if Maybe someone that's could be why on the Supreme Court and not know that, then I feel like it's okay if we don't. Right. God. God. We did, we, uh, we, we did the, a bad job of avoiding politics. dumbing down of a nation. <sighs> you know what I was thinking about today? Do you remember, you know what the Boxcar Rebellion was? Mm-mm. 
You really don't know what the Boxcar Rebellion was? Oh, now I feel judged. I do. So, like, <laughs> in early American history, there were a lot of little rebellions. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So there was, like, the... God. Yeah, there were, like, three or four right after the Revolutionary War. Okay. Or, like, in that, yep. in that era, these, these small little revolutions when the country's trying to, like... Figure out... Get it fucking going, and people yep. are like, nope, nope, we want to revolt. And I was just thinking about that because, like... I don't know, maybe I'm going into the conspiracy. I like conspiracy. La- um conspiracy world, but I feel like we're coming towards a big a big change is going to happen in the country. I mean, yeah, I could see that. Like it will be like the country's going to look completely different. And I think someone and I've said this before, I think on the podcast, but at some point someone's going to have to draw their line. Do you know what I think is going to happen? This this is this is my big conspiracy. What? My big conspiracy is that the current the people that hold the current reins of power in the U.S. Mm-hmm. are going to try to position it to a point where there is not an election in 2024. You think they're going to move that quickly? I think they have to move that quickly to stay in power. Okay, I agree. I agree. I think if I was them, yeah. that's what I would do. I'd be looking. And, and I look at world stage things happening to kind of leverage things that way. Right. And I'm like... Yeah, it makes total sense. Do you think that we will enter a war in 2024 and use the wartime as a justification for not having an election? Yep. Yeah. I think they're dry running it right now. I think that I agree. I think... um, They're setting the stage for it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Because two weeks before the Russian invasion into Ukraine, Vladimir, not Putin, uh, Zelensky, they were like, are you guys cool? And you're like, yeah, we're cool. We're working it out. Right. Two weeks later, an invasion happens. Right. Um, Yeah. I I think a lot of things are going to happen. I'm also curious about like big red states like Texas. As far as secession? I I think more where their lines, their lie, they, they, they align themselves. So you know how DeSantis basically is taxing the shit out of Disney. Well, like, he's removing they're, privileges they're like, they technically don't have any right. right to well, have. so I saw something somewhere, and maybe this was a meme or a satir- satire, but a judge from Texas is like, nope, come here. Think about that mass exodus from California. California is still probably going to remain blue. Yeah. But they're. That's because only people left are blue. <laughs> well, I think a lot of blue moved to Texas. There's a lot of blue in Texas. Texas I agree. is going blue. Yeah. And. It has been the last like 10 years mm-hmm, or so. And it's becoming more and more a swing state. I think Texas is going to be a swing state in 24 if there's an election. I think you're right. I mean, legitimately think but I about think Florida how. Florida won't be anymore. No, I think Florida is forever a red state now. Um, especially, but yeah. So, so I think the way things are going, the the only option they have left is to try to force something to where there isn't an election in twenty twenty four. I mean, I or, don't even know you, how to, you would manufacture it in such a way. I don't know. It takes us like another national emergency or whatever to delay it, and I'm then t- just keep I, pushing I, it back. I think I think a war, a na- like a legit, but I don't even know what a twenty a twenty first century war. Like open war conflict would look like. It won't be an open war conflict because open war conflict would involve nukes. Yeah, it, which it's is a, mutual, it's a, yeah. it's a it's a it'll be a regional war that will get entwined in somehow, but it won't be so bad that anyone uses nukes because they're leveraging it for politics and to depopulate. Right. I don't think I I have a hard time seeing 
And maybe they're they're gonna okay. do it. I'm gonna draw another line. Here. All right, let, let me gonna, help me help me connect the dots. I'm gonna beautiful mind this shit, and we're gonna like tie yarns around thumbtacks oh, here. God, we need another room. <laughs> we need a beautiful mind room. <laughs> so, or a Charlie who, Day, Charlie Day room. So, if you think of political leanings, mm-hmm. who typically does not volunteer for military service? Oh, the liberal. Who population. typically does then? Conservatives. So if oh. we manufacture a war where we have to send in troops, what does that do for the voting demographics? Drops it. Okay. Illegal immigration. Now I think this is I think this is a misjudgment on their part because the Latino population specifically tends to be pushing a lot more conservative recently. Uh-huh. But why do you think we have record number of border crossings right now and a refusal to have any any sort of border enforcement? Right. We got to get as many people who can vote they're, left as possible. They're here. trying to buy votes through border crossings and amnesty. Mm-hmm. And then when that isn't working, they're going to push for some kind of regional entanglement, which ends up having a lot of red voters go overseas and get killed. I can see that. Also, absentee voting. Voting through the mail, which we know is rife with fraud. Right. How do you think military people overseas vote? Um, that was that was actually a big big topic in the twenty twenty election. I I do I will be honest. I don't see a red I, unless it is a true big red wave. I don't I I don't foresee a Republican ever sitting in the House in the the presidency again. I think. I think you're going to be very surprised in 2024 if if there's an election. If we have an election, yes, but so, I think unless there is so what I'm the big red wave, there will never be another I, conservative what, president. What I'm saying, well, I, I, I well, I agree. I would, there's never going to be another conservative president. I would argue that we've yet to have a conservative president in my lifetime. Oh yeah, oh that's Reagan, Reagan, yeah. Um, but that was you know early. My well, lifetime. hell, you know what's crazy? My dad says that JFK was more conservative than like. Uh, look, Our re- Republican look at his Trump's. policies. He, yeah. he was more conservative than Trump. Yeah, my dad is like, dude, JFK, you realize JFK was crazy conservative. He would be considered fiscally, Republican. Fiscally yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. And I'm like, are you serious? That's how fucking much politics have changed. So, yeah, my, my official prediction is uh, regional war that requires foot troops from the U.S. Okay. And once enough of um, people who would vote conservative die in that mm-hmm. war. Then the election will be held. I unfortunately could see that happening. Right? That is unfortunate. I plot twist. It's down here. It's down in South America. It'd be closer. There'd be more reason for us to get involved, right? Because exactly. then you don't need nukes to reach us. Exactly. That's like legitimate. Like, when was the last time there was a major open conflict here on this side of the hemisphere? Cuba in the sixties. But it wasn't even a real conflict. No, it was, it was like just a like a thing. cock measuring contest. Yeah. Or no. was that seventies? I, I I don't I know. I can't but math. no, no, it would be the sixties because that was JFK. It would be the sixties because it was during X Men First Class. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I I think I think there will be a conflict in South America. We will. Here's what we're gonna do. We will. Uh, wow, we're just this, this is fun. I love this. this. Is, I yeah, love conspiracies. So here's what's gonna happen. It's just is, sad that it's gonna so, be right. We are going to see this influx of illegal immigration. Check. Already there. Yep. So we will see this manufactured increase in drug and crime Mm -hmm, coming mm -hmm, from this. mm -hmm. So we will then say, 
oh my god, we need to go after the cartel. It's, We're going to mm, open oh, open regional war cartel, but not like Mexico cartel. But now like, you're giving them ideas, man. Now like, they're like, oh, oh yeah, they're, you're right. They're going, we should do they're it. going down to like Colombia, Colombia, yeah. the big, the real ones where the big drugs are, not the pot not, or whatever comes from Mexico. Fentanyl but, now, yeah. But they're going to go down to South America, and they are going to say that we need to be involved because this drug. How do you get more conservative people? How do you get more people involved? Crusade. Yep. It is. It's not. It's no longer a because we're not buddy buddy with Ukraine. See, I like when you can play with my conspiracy. But like, and just we're add going to, to we're going to create this. We have. I mean, we're we're. I mean, am I wrong? Like, we're checking boxes. Crimes going up. Uh huh. We're gonna we somebody on we purpose. Need, we need to blame crime on someone. Uh huh. Conservatives want to blame immigration. You could blame that. You can easily flip that yep. script and say well, it's and, not immigration; it's the drugs. It's, it's coming already, from there. I was going to say it's already talking about fentanyl overdoses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's already talking about yeah. more trafficking and mm-hmm. yep. You know that the, you know they're, they're, it's a human rights trafficking. You know we're we're taking down this big mafia boss who's got their hand they, they in everything. They're so powerful. Mm-hmm. They've got their hand in drugs, human trafficking. All you just hit all the buttons that people need now, to get involved. Here's the question, though. So if you're talking cartels, I'm talking even let's let's say all the cartels. Right. They're all ran by the same person. Let's say every cartel in South America loosely affiliated in any way. Mm-hmm. All put together. Right. Nowhere near as close as what we would need for an actual like war war. It would be like two days of us beating the shit out of people. Think about the environment though. So guerrilla warfare is a thing. It's all rainforest down there. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, we you saw how we fared with guerrilla warfare in Vietnam. I it, didn't. I was not there. Well, you know what I mean, but yeah. they beat us. They'll beat us in South America, too. They well, know the Afghanistan land. Afghanistan was like that, too. Well, how do you think we won the revolution? Guerrilla yeah. warfare, we right. won it because right. we knew the pro- the land. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people will die. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, I've... I'm not... We're not even under the influence of a... Of any type of substance, <laughs> we're having these random rants and thoughts. I love how I was like, here's generally what I think will happen. You're like, hold on, I have every detail. <sighs> yeah, you know what, but this is a nice re- break from my normal brain activity. Well, yeah, I was going to say, this is uh, conspiracy theories are much more fun than like political rants of what's actually happening. Well, yeah, because <laughs> like... They're too scary. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. You know what Hannah wanted us me to talk about? Because she wanted us to do conspiracy episodes. She oh, loves my it. God. She needs to come out stuff. here when we do it. Um, well, you're welcome for the last 15 minutes of this podcast. She was like, you should talk about um, 9-11. She played me this 9-11 rap about how it's a conspiracy and how... I mean... I, I a, could believe it. Like, so, I could believe it knowing what I know about physics. And it, it's not like a lot, but... So if you if you came at me with this, like... Four years ago, I'd be like, no. But as much government coercion, secrecy, and right, that, that, that we're finding that we've seen the last like two years, I'm yeah. like, well, fuck. So uh, here's my here's my it. big challenge to uh, that whole World Trade Center. It was blown up, or whatever. Um, so think about like what would happen if the metal melted the bar, or, like the the fuel melted the beams, mm-hmm. or whatever, or is what they're saying. So when you melt a metal, it becomes soft. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of top weight on those uh, towers, especially the second tower. Yeah, yeah top heavy. It hit lower. So you the metal's not going to all get hot at the same time, right? 
One's going to get hotter faster, so it's not going to go straight down. It's going to fall aside. Just saying. That's how, that's how, I mean, I am not a fucking physicist, but that's how metal works. I'm not a biologist. But I mean, seriously, dude, that's, fuck yeah. I would yeah. put waging money into that. Well, and it's like. You can believe that. So my, my thought is, why would they do that to get us pushed into the war? Like, was, I'd have to go back and see what Bush's numbers were back then. Yeah, to, I don't know. Because you look at, um. Kosovo for, or sorry, Bosnia for Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Kosovo for Barack? No, it was um, um, Benghazi. No, no, no. Benghazi was our was was Hillary fucking up and getting a bunch of our people killed. What, what was? Um, I think it was Kosovo. Basically, when like right. political time is happening and they're like, "Fuck, my polls are bad." Quick, we need a regional engagement. We need a distraction. Yeah, um, they make fun of that on Family Guy, I think. But um, they it, talk about uh, it's I think, repeatable. So I'm trying fam- to think. Yeah, what? Family Guy's the one that calls out Bush for <laughs> conveniently whenever he does something fucking stupid. Um, Britney Spears always did something fucking stupider. That was it. it was Family Guy American? There's some some stupid cartoon. I'm just I trying to think back. It'd be interesting to look at what his poll numbers were looking like right before 9 11. Well, his poll 9 11 was in 2001. That was when Bush was president. Yeah, he he yeah. hadn't been he hadn't been sitting in the office, but uh, okay, but nine so months. My, so then my thought would would be, what is the political? Because whenever one of what's these the things political happen, agenda? There has to be a political advantage or reason to try to rope us into whatever the effect of that thing would be. I think, and I don't know that there was one there. So, and you'll remember it a little better than I was. And even then, I was like in high school, so this is like twenty years ago. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember it very well at all. Um, so, World Trade Center, and then two years, and then we went to Iraq, right? World Trade Center was 2001. Right, and then 03, we went into Iraq, or was okay. it 04? Uh, I'm not sure. Because, like, that that tracks. that. Because uh, that was sophomore year of college for me was 2001. That was when the Trade Centers got hit. Yeah, because... We went in sooner than that. Or, no, did, we went into Afghanistan So, we went that. into Afghanistan first. Yeah. Which, you could make that argument right. for the Taliban or whatever, but the whole argument behind why the hell were we in Iraq is weapons of mass destruction. Which they did find. Yellow cake, uranium. Right, but everyone was like, oh, we're doing it for oil. Well, I mean... That may have been a Duh, it may have a been a thing, but but well, did we put the yellow cake uranium there? Who knows? I mean, fuck, I don't, I don't trust my government at all. Yeah, I didn't trust them back then. It's even less now. Yeah, like if you trust your government <laughs> to save you, you're a fucking idiot. Like yeah, your I, government is not looking out for you. Hence the reason why we are not actually well, American honestly, nationals. I feel like we're at, not American citizens. We're American corporations. Look at look at. Um, Last two years, like all the COVID stuff, if that hadn't taught everyone in the whole world that your government cannot save you from shit, right? You wh- yeah. what? What else do you need? Yeah. Here, here's some fun stuff for you. So, I have a friend whose four hundred one k lost almost twenty grand between twenty twenty and now. Mm-hmm. Twenty grand dropped mm-hmm. because of the fucking economy, right? Like. If you think your government's looking out for your best interest, you're dumb. Yeah, well, they're definitely looking out for your financial best interest. No, fuck no. Yeah. Well, closed green that, today. Now, closed green. Now, I was going to say that only matters if he sold during that time. Right. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, like, Well, if you were buying. Good time buying to buy. Buying dollar cost averaging, like, it's great. Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, dropped dropped um about twenty grand. Lost twenty grand, fifty percent. That's well, rather. Let me let hey. me rephrase that. It was a fifty percent drop. So that being said, or, it is no, only on. fi- it's only fifteen percent that matters. Dan, I if it's realized loss. I misspoke. Sorry, I misspoke. It went from twenty grand in two thousand twenty to twenty or to forty grand in t- at the beginning of twenty twenty two. It okay. currently there you sits. Go. It gone up. Yeah, it currently sits at twenty five. So he's up five grand in two years. I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah, that, I, mean, I mean, well, so I think, and and this is interesting, like monetary policy, where they're talking about um, taxing unrealized gains. Then what happens if the market goes down? You didn't realize your gains, so then the market goes down, and and you, what am I reading here? The bottom part. It's the old one to buy the house. Oh, gotcha. That's why I'm pissed about it. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm pissed about that one, but yeah, yeah. No, if it's unrealized gains, yeah, you're not taxed it, on it. Yeah, uh, that's true. They're trying to make you get taxed on it right now, though. They got they got stuff in the works to, oh, to, I know. to tax your unrealized gains, and then when it goes back down after you've had to pay money, like mm-hmm. you realize those gains somehow. Yeah, they don't give you that money back, and you just oh, lost. And then when it goes up again, what happens? Yeah. you get taxed again. Yeah, eventually they're just wearing away your entire portfolio mm-hmm. and trying to make a surf class again. Oh my god! I um, you know what? And it's why I can't wait. I'm so happy Twitter's not going to be fucking publicly traded. Yeah, I literally was talking about. Does anybody else think feel like our government is basically our, we're we're the vassals or or the serfs of the government? Hundred percent. This is the literally shit we, we got away from everything we do. We are literally in serfdom. Yeah, like we, what is a ta- What is income tax? Uh, something that should was supposed that to expire that, after World War Two. That is literally how like. Because I, I watch, fucking I'm a nerd and a loser, and I watch this show called Bridgerton on fucking Netflix. Uh-huh. And it's about these lords and shit. Where do, they, where do their money comes from? They're literally old families with money mm-hmm. who had serfs. Mm-hmm. We are literally the serfs of the government, and yep. the government is getting richest, or, well, they're well, fucking, so the, the we're, we're the serfs members of the government. Of the government. And, what, and what tells you that specifically is because do you, do you own, do, you, do I own this house if it's paid off? Nope. You can. No, I own the house. But I definitely don't own the land because I pay oh, property that, that's taxes what I on that's that. That's what forever. I meant. You don't own the land. Yeah, yeah you you own you own yeah, it, and that's what is like crazy. Unless we're, we are renting the land. Unless and now I have to get like information on it. So there's a way to get around it because we're technically corporations. Mm-hmm. After world or after the Civil War, we became uh, instead of U.S. citizens, we're or we became U.S. Corporations or whatever. We're, we're basically like little soul props. Yeah, yeah. So there's a way, there's a manner in which you can unincorporate yourself. Mm. Um, and you get like different rate breaks and your taxes look different. I know nothing about this. This is a, this is like, so, this is like deep down the Reddit hole. Um, <laughs> our friend Matt, Kelly's, or not Kelly, Kendra's uh, husband. He is deep down the rabbit He's hole. He's deep down. He and I have talked on many occasions about this. Um, and it, and at first I was like, all right, Matt, you little, you're stretching. I've had two other people sell me the exact same thing. Interesting. And they're like, this is something, like, where I work in a very liberal facility, in a very yes, liberal do. industry, I've had two people from where I work tell me the same thing. Weird. And how they are actively working very diligently to get this done. Huh. And I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to reach out to Matt and get 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 some more details because I am all about not being um because I think that's how you get to own your property. 
Interesting. Is you're not a corporation. Hmm. Um, yeah. Which is stupid because even if you are a corporation, your corporation owns shit. Right. Well, so why shouldn't they? Well, no, your corporation still pays property taxes. Yeah. On the property. But it, but it shouldn't have to. Right. But like if you unincorporate yourself, I think that's how you can you can own the land and not have to pay property taxes. Hmm. Like it is, it's like a loop. It's I think it's a tax loophole to like basically get away from paying like significant amount of taxes i just want one for my income tax i just want to i i just want sales tax please can i just have be taxed on the shit i buy yep flat either a flat well i think a a big sales tax with no other taxes would be much more fair than a flat tax i agree because Because then you end up taxing yourself more by choice right you know and then the wealthy people who spend the money on the expensive stuff get taxed more Mm-hmm. So then all the people that are pissed off about being poor will have to find another reason to hate rich people. Right. Which they will. Right, right. There's always. Well, fuck. You remember um, ta- that uh, tax, the ri- uh, tax the rich dress that AOC wore to that fucking <laughs> Met Gala? Oh, my God. Um, the the most level hypocrite- of hypocrisy. Right. And so they're like, it, it, there's like tons of memes because Disney, it, people are pissed off that DeSantis is like, oh, no more tax breaks for Disney. Those special taxes. And people are like losing their fucking minds. And we're like, nope, we're taxing the wealthiest corporation. The most powerful fucking corporation in this country is now being taxed. Disney is the most powerful thing in this country. Apple is worth more. No, no, no. Disney. Yes, but Disney has their hand in more. Oh, that's fair. Disney owns so much. I heard someone talking about this week. It's like... have the left lost their mind? Because this is literally they're they're taxing a billionaire at a fair rate, and you all are like mad about it. Yeah, they they. This is one of those billionaire corporations you guys say you hate. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Yeah, and I think it's ridiculous. But yeah, people are getting pissed off, which it's funny because like, what does the market do in a free market society? If figures itself out. Right. So people are throwing a fit about Netflix. Like they're talking about Netflix, you know, clamping down on their their sharing passwords to reduce the amount of money they're losing. And people are like, no, that's that's fair. The reason you're losing money and subscribers is not because people are sharing passwords. It's because you're not putting out quality content well, and because because you would see the income loss from shared passwords consistent throughout the thing right the, the change isn't that because that no, isn't a new thing that just started happening only reason i still have my netflix account is because one of my clients you like we uh, part of right. therapy we watch something but the main reason is because i want to watch my show that's right it. as soon as i'm done with my show i'm like Probably cancel my fucking subscription. Yeah, that's what I do with the subscriptions I pay for. If there's a show we're specifically watching, I'll have it, and then we're done right. with that show. I, I just set it to expire. Because like, that's what I do with my Disney Plus. I'm like, yeah. I only have Moon Knight to watch on there. So when Moon Knight's done, like my Disney Plus expires. I, I like unsubscribe every month. Like I'll pay for it, and then mm-hmm. I'll unsubscribe, so it'll just default. Yeah. So I don't accidentally keep paying for it. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's that's like what I've started to do to kind of cut corners and save mm-hmm. money. Um. I mean, I, I get... Like, I'll pay for it when I'm using it. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. But, I, I yeah, and I do, too. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. not sharing. Like, if you want to use mine, sure, whatever. I pay for it. I'm using it. Yeah. But, like, when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. Sorry. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Like, no, Netflix, you just... Netflix hasn't put out anything worth a damn. They haven't put out a ton of good new stuff. Like, you, you know, they've got, like, their big mouth, which is okay. It's cool, but, like, it's not that great. They don't have, like... 
You know, they lost they lost the big shows that they used to carry. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost the the office, the friends, those so, shows. Interesting fun fact here. If you get a VPN virtual. Oh yeah, network, I know. If you get a VPN, you can bounce it from the from you the can States. you can set your IP address to yeah. like Australia and there's different select like offices in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? It's weird and I think that's really stupid. I really do. I yeah. think that's stupid that regionally you just change your, your location and you get different movies. I think that's really, really, yep. really stupid. Well, and that's their their business model. So. Right. And it, you know, whatever, man, you guys are going to. And they'll gonna, figure it out one way or another. Like, you'll go out of business or you'll figure out how well, to I mean, with it. Well, I mean, nothing's better. more of a failure than CNN Plus. 30 days, $100 billion, <laughs> and lost it in 30. 200 million. Or 200 million. 200 million gone in three weeks. Gone in three weeks, yep. The math on it is they had about 10,000 subscribers. Yep. So it's 30 grand per subscriber. God. The podcast that I was listening to that was that was going over that mm-hmm. said, okay, so basically with the reach of our podcast conglomerate, at that same rate, we would have to pay $13 billion God. To, to get 30,000 per subscriber. That's crazy. <laughs> the, um, well, it's like, there's see, nothing good. Well, it's like people watch CNN sometimes, but it's like if they have cable, it's just one of the things they get with cable. They didn't right. get cable to get CNN. Right. right. You you throw so CNN on you white have noise. To, you have to specifically want to watch what's on CNN Plus to get CNN Plus. And right. people only watch CNN because it happens to be there, not because they right. wanted it. So to how many of those thing. people that subscribe to CNN Plus probably were CNN employees or something like good that? Good question. Like, how many actual consumers subscribe to that? Because you know, apparently like you not work, enough. <laughs> you work somewhere, and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to help it out." You know, I'm going to help get yep. it off the ground. I'm a subscriber, whatever. You know, probably or you gotta, about nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of the ten thousand. Right? Like, I would wager a lot of those are CNN employees or like news media employees who like right if for it's not their CNN, job, like other ones subscribe for to it. Yeah, like not because there are viewers. All right. Well, shit, We're that, way last, over. that last 20 minutes was all political tirades. Well, if you made it, you made but, it. Yeah, for those, No, we were, we were for conspiracy. Those, so for those of you who uh, who messaged me about putting timestamps on things, um, no. <laughs> we'll get better at it. I'll, I'll make sure we put we get better at timestamps. No, no timestamps. Listen to the whole thing. You know what's funny? Um, I almost brought my computer in and said, let's go live. Next time we'll go live. Okay. We'll we'll do something on social media. We'll be live if you want to look at us, watch us pat, pick our nose. I got a pee. Okay. So you get to watch me do like my pee dance. Your pee dance? Right. All right. Well, on that note, Preston's got a pee. See you on episode 36.